Welcome everyone to Soar and Pair, Why Not Together. We're already to episode 11. Can you believe it? I think we say that every time. It's getting a little old. Hi. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome our podcasters. We're excited to be part of you this week, although I will say that we weren't excited to be part. This uh, week. The, yeah. And we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> what we are going to talk about today is perspective and the ability to see things from another point of view. But let's talk a little bit because we I think we promised our audience that we would be incredibly honest about goes. our journey. <laughs> Folks, we were thinking about, you know what, we got nothing today. <laughs> we're just gonna go in our pool and swim. I get in the pool. Let's yeah. just forget about it. And so um, you know, I, I we hit a bump, didn't we? We did. We we very much did. Um yeah, and just kind of hitting a speed bump in the road myself and really wanted to get in the pool and just relax today. But um, I'm glad that we're here with that being said. I'm I, glad to be here. I would agree. And I think whenever you're doing something new and it's not like we have, you know, I think one of our kids asks us, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You've already told your story. What are you talking about? And so I think as we as we move forward and we take you on this journey, because again, just to remind you, you know, Soar and Pair is soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. So as we take you on this venture together, it may not all be soaring. It could actually be, you know, hitting the ground a little bit. Well, you, don't you have to? It's part of the ebb and flow. Um, you can't always be in expansion. You have to contract at times. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's another thing we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. But this last week, um, did want to just give a quick weekly update. So on Memorial Day, Sandy and I went down yeah. to the Casa Grande uh, J. Warren Funeral um, Cemetery where they live-streamed a, a Facebook um, version of the Memorial Day tribute. Yeah. They had two flyovers. That, that um, it's on our Soar and Pair Facebook page. Uh, Sandy took a lot of pictures. You took a few videos of the flyovers, and um, then, of course, you you did um, do a live stream of the original song, Gone But Not Forgotten, that my good friend and artist Brad Kepler and I performed as a duet. As promised, there were crying eyes present. I knew there would be. There always is, myself included. Um, gets me every time. But you guys did a great job. I think it came across really well, and, and mm. I think it's about the 10th year We've done this, and the folks there said we have a standing invitation to do that every year. So, um, you know, it's it's it, you know, it, I think it really does. It's important to step back and realize the history and what brought our country to where it is today, and all these brave men and women that did sacrifice yeah. their own lives for you know the freedoms that we enjoy. And I think that's true, even not here in America, in every country where you have um, brave men and women that have done that to to fight for the freedoms that people have. Yeah. And thank you, everyone who has served. Um, thank you thank for you. your service. Absolutely. Thank you for your service. All the veterans, current and and past. Um, so that was that was a great experience. Um, you know, it's been interesting at work. Um, you know, the unemployment is not slowing down. No. In fact, unfortunately, tomorrow I have to go, I have to do a presentation to over 140, 150 of Diamondback employees mm-hmm. who are getting you know laid off some of them permanently some of them furloughed until further notice because the baseball season hasn't started yet yeah. 
And so, so strange. it's just tough to see a lot mm -hmm. of and hear a lot of the stories, especially people who are in the venue business or event business, um, you know, really you know, taking a hit. Yeah. So, you know, that that continues to be a challenge. Um, but, you know, it's all about providing that service and giving those people, you know, uh, much needed assistance. Um, so how about your week? What's been going on with you? <laughs> It was a good week. Um, it was a busy week. Just um, a lot of, more of the same for me. Um, yeah, just, you know, getting into the groove of um, our new program at work. Right. And school is kind of on this big bubble right now. We're not sure what's going to happen. Um, you know, as people are coming back, you know, as the stay-at-home orders have been lifted, people are coming back, and they're slowly bringing people back to the school. But um, trying to recognize the social distancing, it's really hard trying to get all those classes back. So I'm not sure what's going to happen yet. Well, and you wanted to talk about that for a minute. So now that more and more restrictions are being lifted, how are people dealing with, you know, going out to public after isolation? What do you... Exactly. What do you see? What do you experience with that? What I see is that a lot of people are still in fear um, or just not sure where they fit. You know, there's there's a lot of question marks. People are like, you know, is it really lifted? Is it not lifted? Should we still be careful? Um, people don't really know where to step right now. Yeah. Do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? Right, right. Um, is it coming back? You know, all these these question marks of how to handle yourselves and then, you know, coming out of isolation back into mainstream public, you know, into the world, I think is really hard for people. They just aren't sure how to handle it. Well, I was at the um, big building, I won't say exactly where, where a lot of unemployment workers are being hired and that was one of the questions on their mind. Mm -hmm. What, I imagine. you know, so what are employers doing to protect employees right. and you know we have a lot of things that we're doing including you know cleaning crews and handing out masks and you know not requiring but people can wear them if they want to um, uh, so it, it I think as people go back to work there's all those questions and those fears you and I we just for our own reasons we we have not really worn a mask I, I had to once to get my hair cut oh. and that was it and I hated it yeah it's horrible yeah, I don't like them either. Um, you know, it takes me back to the days of working in the hospital with the PPE, having to wear the gown and the gloves and the mask. Um, it's very, it gets very hot and very difficult to function. You get overheated quickly. Well, and I think masks are important, but without getting too deep into the subject, but I do want to ask you because you're a nurse and you have an opinion about this. So what happens if we're over wearing masks like everywhere we go yeah this is a controversial one um <laughs> personally and i know a lot of nurses don't agree with me but personally i feel like it's too much um i feel like you know if you're always wearing a mask you're not building natural immunity and you know i've heard people say things you know comparing it to other things and I just don't agree with that at all. 
I, I usually choose not to get into those debates with people because this is a personal choice, not a public one for me. Right. And I think having said that, we're not saying don't wear a mask. What no, we're saying is I think everyone you think. should use their common sense. Absolutely. But... And, you know, exactly. I'm glad you said that because people who are immune compromised for whatever reason, you know who you are. Wear a mask if you feel you like know you who you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, yeah, if you feel like you need to wear one, if it just makes you more comfortable and you feel like you should, do it. Um, but I don't feel like everyone should have to. Right. Right. And for me, too, I feel like um, I'm becoming the boy in the plastic bubble if I'm always, you know, needing the mask. You know? Right. Having said that, if I'm in a confined space on an airplane or something where, you right. know, then I would wear a mask. I would, too. You know? I always get sick on airplanes. Yeah, airplanes to me are germ. They are germ petri dishes. Of yeah, humans, no airflow. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a whole. But we digress. We <laughs> <laughs> we veer off. To the, yes, we, we we do that a lot. But I think it's interesting though that back to the social distancing or the uh, integrating back into what used to be, mm -hmm. you know, society and how you know how. How do you handle things in a store, in a restaurant, in the workplace? And then how do you interact with people in general if you've been isolated and really haven't been? Right. And I think a lot of people are struggling with that right now um, because nobody knows that answer. And they don't realize, I, at least this is what I've been recognizing, is people, it surprises them. Um, they don't expect that within themselves. Right after you know they, they think they want to be out in the world again and then they get out there and they're like whoa it's almost a system overload and i think that is surprising people and so just you know staying trying to recognize where each other are and, and giving each other room not just physical distance but um you know giving room to each other to, to get through this and to find your new sense of balance. I don't want to say new normal. I'm, it's so overused because it's not going to be the new, it's not going to be normal. It's going to be different right. for right. each one of us. Yeah. So I think um, we, we ourselves too, I know that I uh, worked at home for two months and went back out in the workplace for the first time on Friday for me. Yeah. And that was an adjustment. It really yeah. was. It was for me too, not having you here. Oh, yes. And Coco. That's true. Coco was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> she whined all afternoon looking for him. <laughs> yeah, she she has to be tabs on both of us. It's 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 kind of cute. Yeah. Um, but something else this week before we get started. You know, you're having one of those days where you just oh okay, I'm out in the backyard. I. I'm thinking I'm going to get in the pool, but we actually had some clouds. It looked like it was going to rain or lightning. Yeah. So I'm pulling weeds and put my glasses on the barbecue grill. Mm. Walked back around, crunch. I stepped on my very expensive and only prescription glasses and broke them. Um, what do you do? You know, <laughs> you can't unbreak the glasses. You handled it well. After a few expletives, you handled it very well. <laughs> My point is just sometimes you just break you break the very thing you need. Mm -hmm. And, I, of course, I had to run to the drugstore and grab a pair, which I'm wearing, for those of you who are seeing me, 
uh, you know, readers yeah. until I can get those fixed or, or what have you. So um, it is what it is. And I think my point to bring that up is sometimes you just step on your own glasses and you have to deal <laughs> with it. You know, there's nothing. Once you do it, you can't unbreak it. And right. so exactly. after an initial kind of moment, I think just not being upset about it all night, just going, it is what it is. It's sitting on the table, broken. Um, Looking pretty mangled. Yes. Um, but, you know, we, we move on. So that was just kind of my little moment that I wanted to share with everyone. I, I You know, life is too messy not to have these kind of mistakes and, and accidents, if you will. Um, so You made it four years on that one pair of glasses. You made it probably twice as long as I would have. So yeah. celebrate. Not, not <laughs> I hope I hope it lasts just as long next time. Yeah. Um, so you know, rolling with the punches. But speaking of that, we, we're going to get to our theme today. So we said earlier that our theme is is a perspective and ability to look at things from another point of view. And I think um, Sandy and I were were discussing what we wanted to talk about today, and I think we felt this was really really important, especially nowadays with some current events, and we're not going to get into the specifics of current events, but current events that are happening where people express certain opinions and then it escalates, whether it's online or in person, and that other person disagrees. And before you know it, the the um, division and the fighting, if it's verbal fighting, is now happening over whatever current event or disagreement. And it just keeps escalating. To me, yeah. Um, that just, it's a tough one because I think we all need to be able to speak our truth. Yeah. Right. And yet when, you know, it, it turns into a racial issue or an anger issue or, or a religion or politics, what have you issue, um, then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and all these centuries of anger and unjust or what have you just come up to the surface bigger and better than ever. We're not making any progress is my point. No, it becomes an it us feels, versus them. Yeah, it feels like a repeat of the same type of thinking. Right, right, exactly. Um, you know, I, I think we all tend to um, first of all, this country was founded on the Amendment of Freedom of Speech, right? Right. So that means that there's going to be some people who speak mm -hmm. that may be very either offensive or that don't agree with you or exactly the polar opposite of your point of view. Right. So if we appreciate the fact that we are in a free country where you can speak your opinion about the president... Mm -hmm. Whether you like oh, him or hate him. That's a loaded one right yes. there. Um, no matter where you stand. Religion, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's the whole reason it was founded to begin with. Um, you know, either social issues or racial issues or financial issues. Um, the conspiracy the conspiracy theories that are out there, whether you buy them or not. Um, you know, the programs, we are hit with a thousand different point of views. Mm-hmm every every day if we don't agree and this is something i was thinking about was okay. if we did if we don't agree 
if we were to block each person, say, on social media that we didn't agree with, we'd probably have nobody left, <laughs> right? Probably not even me. Right. <laughs> At times, right. Exactly. So, yeah, it just feels to me like we really need to, at least for, for me, I need to just really look at each point of view that's out there and just, you know, walking in that person's shoes and trying to see through their eyes. Right, which is really what we're talking about. So why is it important to even try to do that? So let's, let's, let's go with that question. Why is it important to try to walk in someone else's shoes or to see their Basic empathy, for one. Um, just common empathy for another person to to just respect that other person and to give them that. And, you know, you might learn something, too. You may see something that you wouldn't have seen before if you stay open to it. Right. Right. And I think it's important. Whatever all, it is. Yes. And I think it's important um, not only to help I think because what's happening and what I see, unfortunately, in in our particular country is there's this huge divide of, you know, the right and the left with politics or the, the rich and the not so rich. And, the, you know, and you go on and on. I mean, the, the vegan and the meat eaters and you can just keep, you know, you can, you yeah. know, medical, non-medical and you can just keep going down the line. There's this huge divide. So I think developing empathy and that that phrase we can agree to disagree absolutely by by agreeing to disagreeing what you're saying to that person is i still see you as an equal mm -hmm. i don't agree with what you're saying but i respect you as a person yes where i, I honor where you are right where yeah. i think what happens when people start attacking each other that respect goes away and now the enemy becomes that person mm -hmm. even more so than what they were talking about to begin with right all the finger pointing yes absolutely i agree completely and um you know just honoring where each other is and seeing the person and respecting their point of view i think is huge i think if we all could do that a little bit more i think we'd be in a much better place start on social media right start. especially <laughs> on social media it becomes such a i struggle with social media because it becomes such a platform for politics religion uh gender equality and you know all these things it just becomes such a huge platform for that right. that i think the person gets lost Right. And I love the social media, don't get me wrong, but this is a struggle that I know many of us have. We call you the queen of memes, right? I know. <laughs> yes. I yes. mean, if she's bored for some reason and I'm working, all of a sudden I will get like four memes. I like to blow up his phone. <laughs> uh, she does that to her friends too. So she's, the queen of memes is definitely their latest um, mm -hmm. um Especially if I know you're in a meeting and you can't answer. Yeah, that's kind of mean. I know. It's kind of mean. It's kind of mean, mean. Um, so, I mean, there's a, you know, the internet, social media really reflects to me what's going on in the consciousness of, you know, our country, our communities, 
it, it really does reflect that. And even at work, so I wanted to ask you, um, and I can answer this too, so how do we present or how, how do we be open and present for someone who is either agitated or angry? Um, how can we apply this putting ourselves in someone else's shoes when you're dealing with, and you've dealt with it as a nurse, and I have on the unemployment site, so mm -hmm. talk about it from a nurse's perspective first. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily a nursing perspective, okay. but for me, it's very simple. Um, it usually boils down, almost everything always boils down to fear or love is what that person is, you know, their point of view is what they're coming from based on fear or love. And oftentimes when it's controversial or angry, it is fear. It can be lack of control or um, not sure what to do kind of thing. And I see that in nursing often when people lose control over their health for whatever reason, you tend to grasp at whatever you can and try to regain some sense of control. And just recognizing, not, not to judge it, but just recognizing where they're coming from and holding space for that person to walk through whatever they need to walk through and to just kind of help to, to work through it so that they can get to the other side. Well, some people I try. Some people just that. need to be. Some people just need to be heard. Exactly, and that's often, usually, actually, all it takes is to be heard. Because people tend to get louder and louder. I know I've done it. If you don't feel heard, your what what happens? Your voice goes up. You know. And when I use the word heard in the context, I think the understanding is heard and understood. Of course. And I think that's what we're really talking about is yeah. when someone is arguing a point and they feel you're not listening or understanding them, it escalates. Yes. The so, voice goes up, the anger rises. Yeah. Right. So understand, you could understand somebody without agreeing with them. Absolutely. I got into a conversation with a lady on one of the groups I follow. And we didn't agree, but it was a beautiful exchange because we agreed on some tokens of the, you know, some portions of the conversation and others we didn't, but we were both able to speak what we saw and meet in the middle. And I made a new friend out of it. It was awesome. So instead of saying you're wrong, basically, yeah. or just because I, I don't see it your way doesn't make you wrong. Right. Right. And on the unemployment side, um, you know, people, and I totally understand this, get very stressed when they're, when their finances are in jeopardy, when, of course. you know, bills are to be paid or they're, you know, don't know how they're going to pay the electricity or sure. the rent. And so when we deal with very, very upset and agitated people who are on the brink of, you know, um, whatever financial hardship, um, a lot of times, you know, it, it's more than just listening. It's it's listening and then helping them walk through a solution. Because a lot of times, yeah. I think when when any of us are going through 
something traumatic, we, and I'm going to use a Sandyism, we're spinning. Mm-hmm. And we're not coming up with any kind of, well, okay, this is not what's happened anywhere. to you. We're not getting anywhere. Right. So I think helping guide that person to what the next step is. Okay, the next step is we're going to do X, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, without over-promising. And so the next day this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen. If it all works out, then this is the amount of money that would come to you kind of thing. Yeah, like a gentle guide. Right. Mm-hmm. A helping hand. Exactly. I like that. Right. So that to me has been, you know, some people are inconsolable and, you know, they they feel a victim of, of they whatever. They just want, so, yeah, some people just want someone to beat up on. That's yeah. true. And and, and and when that's the case as well, I, I tell the people that work for me and whatever, you know, you need to step back and, you know, shake that off. Um, so you can't always help everybody, but... Um, I think it's extremely important at work. So even with coworkers, because I've been in meetings where everybody is talking over each other mm-hmm. and nobody is listening. It's one of my huge pet peeves. Yeah. You know, and, and I think giving people the courtesy, I've noticed lately that, oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead first. You know, they stop and let the other person so come you're in. seeing more of the courtesy. I, I have. That's awesome. Um, than, than, you know, before. So I, I, I'm glad to see that. Why do you think that is? That's a good question. I think part of it is because, at least in the management that I'm in, we have we don't have time to not listen to each other. Everybody has to work together to solve some major problems so hundreds of thousands of people in Arizona can be paid unemployment. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the time. The luxury. Or the luxury time. Of, of spinning, as we just said, or... Yeah. Or not paying attention, but going to the solution and what needs to be done and who needs to take charge and and what's the next steps after that and what's the messaging and you know and so it's just um, you know being involved in that I think has been um, eye opening for me. Oh, it's not perfect, but I you know I have a lot of respect for the people that are in the middle of that and uh, you know I I take part in it where I can. So that's interesting. One other thing, though, with this whole walking in other shoes, how do we apply this to our family, the closest friends to us, family, and even to each other? Hmm. Good question. Yeah, we don't, do we? No. <laughs> She's looking at it. She's like, yeah, no. Next question. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm right. You're I don't wrong. see that. You're I'm... wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll... go ahead. You can, I'm going to make you go. <laughs> I think we do very well for kids, um, as, at least between you and I. Yes. Um, I think, you know, just stepping back and, and trying to, to hear each other and see each other where you're coming from and then, you know, let you talk it out and then I'll give my point of view. Right. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think when one of us are having a moment and the other one steps back, and I'm talking about myself, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. She's laughing. I was like, oh, he's going to throw me under the bus again. <laughs> no, <laughs> not all the time. Um, when I was sort of having a moment of doubt when I decided to step up in a higher position in the unemployment, um, you sort of let me talk it out, you listen, you put yourself in my point of view, or at least my shoes, 
saw my point of view and I'm talking through all that. And then I think just giving myself some time, I was able to like settle in about it. Mm -hmm. And, and it has been a rough first week because this has been the first week that I've taken on this new position of responsibility. But I, I want to move forward. I, you know, it's like every day. And so my point is, is that you were able to listen as, as my partner, as my friend, because again, I think we said this before, the friendship in our relationship is so important. It's such a big component of, yes. of Soar and Pair yes. and, and continues to be. And we actually enjoy hanging out with each other, obviously joking with each other. Yes. But I think the most important thing is you were, you gave me the space to have my, and it was a big space. And, you know, without saying, well, you know, you should or you shouldn't or, you know, you know. Well, yeah, I try to bring different points of view and scenarios in. What would happen if A or what would happen if B, you know, and try to give you different suggestions and then how does that feel? And sometimes I think really just setting with something and letting it shake into the pieces of you there's a lot to be said for that right instead of just shooting from the hip let you know sitting with something and letting it absorb and see how it feels within you before you move forward not always given that opportunity with what you're doing right now but yeah so that was really helpful and I think you I, I think what we do for each other is we're, we're, we're pretty good about agreeing to disagree sometimes because you know mm -hmm. we don't always agree and then also putting ourselves in each other's shoes yeah yeah, I think you're really good at that, too. Am I? Mm -hmm. Even your high heels? <laughs> That's just a scary visual. Let's not. <laughs> no, and I think with those closest to us, you know, so friends and family, I, when you're comfortable with somebody I, I, and you have a, a strong relationship, that's an important component is to be able to step back and it's easier let's be honest though that's way easier to do with someone that you're comfortable with that you have that relationship with um but if they're versus... not but if they're not reciprocating so somebody in your family who mm. is not so easy to do that with i think that's a huge challenge that is you know so oh yeah family reunions or those family gatherings where you dread that so-and-so is going to be there yeah. and as soon as they open your their mouth you're like oh Gosh, here we start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fingernails Nails on a chalkboard. That was a fingernail on a chalkboard sound. Podcasters, yes. right? that was not a little frightened mouse. <laughs> so, you know, I I really feel like that's where, you know, when we're most challenged, that's where applying that, if anything, just for your own peace of mind, mm -hmm. sanity, you know, is to deal with somebody who is not empathetic at all. And is yeah. very, very much so everything they say is important and everything is, you know, the truth that that is where, to me, the biggest challenge for anybody. Of be. course. And in those cases, what I try to do in those cases is just, okay, that's where they're at and let them go on with their bad selves. <laughs> There's only so much you can do, Which, right? And, and this is a good time to... To, to bring up that quote that you found. Um, yeah. I think so when we're dealing with people that aren't the easiest to deal with. Um, yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, share so that? So the quote that 
that we found on this was before you criticize someone, walk a mile in their shoes. That way, if they get angry, they will be a mile away and barefoot. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good strategy. Yeah. But I'd like to end this segment with one of my favorite poems by Valerie Cox. And if you've heard it before, I've, I've heard it many times. It's just an awesome poem called The Cookie Thief. So I'm just going to read it here. Um, and it begins like this. The woman arrived at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man sitting behind her, beside her as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So she munched the cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I wasn't so nice, I would blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he would do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half, and he ate the other, and she snatched it from him and thought, Oh, brother, this guy has some nerve, and he's also rude. Why, he didn't even show me any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane, sank into her seat, then she sought her book, which was almost complete. When she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair. The others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. Every time I read that, I, I absolutely love that. I do too. How, how does that hit you? I love it. I love it. I think, um, yeah, trying to, to slow down and see things through other people's eyes and showing gratitude and patience for each other. It's a great reminder. I'm in the mood for homemade chocolate chip cookies, by the way. Me now. too. <laughs> I'm thinking brownies, actually. Even better. But one of the things I love about that is a lot of times the very person we are accusing of something is really our friend. Exactly. It really is. And I know that's a little off of what we were talking about. But the truth of the matter is if we could see from other people's point of view, mm -hmm. then we would do less of that pointing and exactly. realizing that we were the rude ones. Well, and when we're pointing, there's three more fingers pointing back at us. You know, it's right there. Right. I don't think it's off topic at all. I, I think that's exactly right. So. Right. So, all you cookie thieves out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's uh, let's talk about a Sandyism. What have you got this week? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Is there a favorite Sandyism you have you want to share? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she she's like Whoa. no. <laughs> So this one is just a really simple one. It, and a lot of times it's not the words, it's the inflection that we have. Okay. So I wrote that in my notes. 
da 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 <laughs> and you're like what is this? no it's like this dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so when something exciting is about to happen it's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what was that from i think some cartoon movie maybe it, the croons or something that something like it was some, that little guy anyway yeah I think some pig. I'm sure other people know it too. It's just it yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yes. And if it's cartoon, she's all over it. So. Yeah. So we we have fun with that same kid, don't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's um funny. but anyway, we um we are grateful for all of you to continue to watch us. Yes. We want to uh, again um encourage all of you to not only subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and give us feedback. That's much appreciated. Please, um, yes. You can friend us on Soren Pair um, as well on Facebook. Um, and Sandy is and I, but mostly Sandy is posting a lot of. If it's a funny meme, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's music, okay, that's me. <laughs> yeah. So, and there's some in between, but um, yeah, so. Interact with us on Facebook, friend us. Um, also, soarandpair at gmail.com is our email. Yep. If you have any questions or any interest in, in uh, ourselves or what we're doing. Um, also, on the podcast world, we appreciate our podcasters. Um, you know, subscribe to those, give us feedback. Um, they're in Google Podcast Land, as well as Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public, um, the Pod Chaser. Uh, there's so many I can't think of, but we yeah. are on that Why Not Together, but you can find us always under Soren Pair. Yep. So, yep. Just please uh, click subscribe and leave a comment or a like or what have you. Um, we thank you all for, for your suggestions and your comments, and we love hearing from you. So thank you. And remember, Soren Pair, you can either see our faces or hear our voices. So yep. continue to tune in. Thank you so much. Have a great week. And Have a we great week. Catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.